Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies it is April 1st, but this is no April Fool's. No, this is the world's premier eSports DFS podcast. Of course, it is Lowell's. I'm your host, Peter Overzet, joined by my co-host, Brick75, a.k.a. Big Dick Brick. How we doing, buddy? Good, man. Good, good, good. Happy to be here. It feels like every time we hop on this show, so much has changed in the world since the week prior. Yeah, it does. Like it, Since our uh, show a couple weeks ago, it feels like a couple months have passed, maybe. <clears throat> Yeah. And I, even, you know, people were making jokes about it, just how long March felt. But I mean, think back to March 1st. I mean, we had never maybe exchanged more than like one or two DMs. We had never played. Wait a second. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, just a lot has changed, I think, is what I'm trying to say. And look at us now. I mean, we are now the preeminent esports touts in all the land. That's true. Yeah, I don't think uh, there's really any competition at this point that I've seen. And I feel like our community has taken a step forward. You know, last week we were covering the huge, you know, scandal of Weehan, the match fixing scandal. I feel like we've kind of successfully moved our community past this. Yeah, I haven't seen any chatter about match fixing at all especially after last night's uh lng got smashed being a pretty heavy favorite uh, and i didn't see anyone anyone tweet anything out uh so maybe everyone's over it yeah you know there's been uh i believe it was was it last saturday's slate uh was it solo who got yanked at the at the last second for viper yeah i think that's right mm-hmm. that was If I can be honest, Brian, that was a moment when I had, you know, say 24% exposure to solo where I was tempted to be toxic. Mm -hmm. But, and I think even behind closed doors, I told you, I'm about to go toxic right now. And you said, Peter, step away from the ledge. We have built something here and we can't ruin it with one toxic tweet. And I, I thank you for that. Yeah, no, uh, you know, you've helped me in times when I've, had toxic thoughts myself uh, about a player not performing up to expectation. And, you know, I'm just trying to reciprocate. I appreciate that. And uh, Brian, I'd be remiss if you uh, didn't mention my, um, my incredibly uh, new gamer setup and just how incredibly awesome and gamery it is. Yeah, no, it's uh, super gamery. Uh, I like it a lot. Your shirt looks dope AF. Do you see what that says guys? ADA higher than my GPA. Let me see yours and, and make sure the people in the back can hear you. <laughs> Where my junglers at? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But Brian, the, mm-hmm. the subscript on that shirt says it's all his fault. Would you say that that's a slightly toxic message for your shirt? Yeah, it's but it's it's playful amongst, you know, teammate brethren uh, kind of playful banter. That's true. It's true. I think um, I think it's a fine line, you know, because sometimes people will try to call us hypocrites. They'll say something I said or something I did was toxic. But I think you got to read the room and context matters in, in the case of toxicity. Wouldn't you agree, Brian? Yeah, I would. Well, we've been continuing to play League of Legends DFS around the clock. We've been playing LCS, LEC, LPL. LCK, LOL, TTYL, BRB, LMFAO. I mean, we've been playing it all. Brian, now that we continue to have more slates post-coronavirus with this influx of people playing the game, do you have an updated state of the union, a state of the esports DFS union uh, of where we're at right now? That is an excellent question. 
a bad question to ask after I got crushed last night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with LNG, I was heavy on. Um, so I still, um, I still think, I still think we're in good shape for a little while here. To as far as making some money, not that that's what we're here for. So uh, I would continue to play as as normal uh, for anyone who's been who's been you know banking some cash. Um, it is getting um, it is getting a little sharper. You're starting to see some more of the bigger DFS names from other sports trickle over, trickle in. The prize pools are getting bigger. That's going to be why that's going to drag them in. But it's going to take them a little bit to figure out their their own process too. So I wouldn't even really worry too much about too much about them yet. But um, it's it's still it's still pretty juicy. And I would last week your phrase was stack until further notice. Um, have you updated that thought? I mean, when you look at lineups, we saw the lineup that shipped today. It was a, a four three stack with two LPL teams, two underdog LPL teams with VG. And uh, was it OMG, I believe? Yeah, um, or DMO. Or Oh, sorry, you're right, DMO. Um, w- I continue to see four threes taking these down. Um, is that still our our game plan, the, the stack until further notice? Definitely on, on the six-man, five-man, I'm sorry, six-gamers slates, the five-gamer slates. I'm not uh, – I wouldn't get off of that. Um, the – two or three two specifically which kind of happens a decent amount since there's slates all the time on in this in these leagues um then i think you could look at it then i think you could see you know an easy way to check is just is the difference between your projected points that much different by forcing in stacks if it's like a a, amount that scares you well then look at a four two one or something yeah we got Josh Hornsby, my buddy, Josh ADHD in the chat. He says, dig the neon, Pierre. Very apropos. Thank you. You nailed what I am going for, my man. We, <laughs> we got uh, Scott Woodhall in the chat. On three mans, I've been playing 4-2-1 with good success. Binked attorney the other night. Uh, I've definitely seen uh, this strategy a bit. Obviously used to playing that 4-2-1 on FanDuel where they force you to play uh, three teams. Brian, what is your thought on 4-2-1s? Yeah, I mean, same thing I just said. On a six-man, I still would do. You could definitely, Scott. You could definitely bank with a four-two-one. There's no way. There's no way you couldn't. You know, it's going to happen quite frequently. It's just a matter of are you giving up more, uh, losing. You know, are you giving that correlation up and gaining it in projected points and uniqueness compared to all the other teams? And that's a question you have to to ask yourself. You know, congratulations on your bank, but like. That can that you could bank with a two one 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 one. You know you could bank with a team and captain. Uh, so it's not the end all be all banking. But yeah, a four two one. You're not going to lose a ton. And I would just say make sure that one is your team position. Right, and I mean the way I've been thinking about it, and it's the same logic we apply in any sport where you're snacking. Is it's just another variable you have to be right about. You know because that you're kind of having to thread a needle you have to be right about three teams winning and then you also need that third team that you're presumably using in the team slot to outscore one of the teams that you're using for the three or the four which is kind of like a hard needle to thread and it just adds another thing you have to be right about yeah definitely you know because think about it let's say there's no correlation at all well then you got to pick the best went the best highest scorer at every position essentially Right. You know, and assuming, you know, there's some you might miss on, but then you want to be the next highest to take down first. It's just that that's where correlation comes in is it kind of limits your choices in a good way. So like you only have to pick team X, Y, or Z, and then the combinations in between them. And, and, and if, if, if you get lucky, you should get uh, as lucky as possible as everyone is correlated and everyone pays off as opposed to just, you know, the, thousands and thousands of more combinations you're gonna you're gonna have to go through to win when you're doing one 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 ones if that makes sense i don't know if i explained that well but yeah and you know i think scott what it looks like he's insinuating he's saying you know i feel four three is optimal but four two one you know to start getting unique and i think kind of what brian was just saying too is that we might get to that point 
where you do need to start thinking outside the box. But I think what he's saying is we're just not quite there yet. Yeah, we're not quite there yet. And I'm not convinced that 4-2-1 is the optimal way to get unique. Mm-hmm. It might be lower owned teams. It might be a whole, a whole bunch of different things you could do. Here's a question just as a game player. Uh, I know you're enjoying playing the format as it is. Would you like to see DraftKings go to a, a, a must-play three-team format similar to FanDuel to kind of you know, shake up uh, the strategy a bit? Now, I'd rather keep it the same. I kind of wish they would have started from, from scratch with a different construction in general, like maybe with a captain and assistant captain. Like, because I'm, I'm all for increasing the pool size of players available. And anytime you do a captain, that basically doubles the field because you have this, the, the, you know, let's say there's 70 players tonight. Now you have basically 140. It's a little bit less. I think the math actually works out to be a, a little bit less than that, but it doubles the field. So if you do another assistant captain, and this is assuming they assign them a new salary, uh, a different salary than their act, than their, than their normal classic salary. Uh, which FanDuel doesn't do. So leaving that, I'm not talking about their model, but yeah. So if you added another slot, I would probably get rid of the team slot and add an assistant captain slot. And I think you'd have a ton less ties. Yeah. I I love that suggestion because the team, it it is like, you know, I've heard these guys, Brian, they come over from just playing NFL DFS and they're calling it the defense position. And it just like, it tilts me to no end, but I get it. I get it. And I do love the idea of this assistant captain, um, assistant to the regional captain, maybe something along those lines. Um, All right. We have questions popping off. We are going to get to them, but um, I will say guys, before the show, Brian DM me and he said, look, dude, I have my sexy hot ass pick of the night. And he said, I'm willing to release it, but I need 30 damn likes on this video. (laughs) And I was like, really? You need 30 to release your sexy, hot-ass damn pick of the night? And Brian looked me straight in the eye over Twitter DM and said, yes, yes, I do. So there you have it, guys. If you want the sexy, hot-ass pick of the night from Brian, Mr. Big Dick Brick, uh, is that offer still on the table? I just got to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. On <laughs> okay. the table. All right. So there you go. We're at seven now. So if you guys want him to release that, we need... 22 more at this time. Okay, I'm going to circle back to a couple other questions here. Peter Jaguars, um, do you think there's an opportunity to play cash games in Lowell? If so, how do you approach them? Yeah, uh, I play uh, all the cash games. Um, I, you know, and I was watching uh, Saber Sim. They had a um, an hour long podcast on on League of Legends, and their 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 League of Legends expert guys said they don't play cash games. And I don't, I don't understand that. Like if you, if you, if your model is accurate and you project and you know, you project better than your opponents, why wouldn't you play cash games? And maybe the reasoning is because um, I don't know, because it's so correlated. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what, what the, what the reasoning is behind why they wouldn't play cash games, but I would totally play cash games. And especially right now, while there's so many people coming over, um, it reminds me of like 2008-ish poker, back in the poker days when Potlum and Omaha started getting popular. And a lot of the Nolan Holden guys were coming over to Potlum and Omaha and they were just garbage, right? And they were just trying to learn the game and they were playing the same stakes that they were playing at No Limit, which they shouldn't. And also Potlum and Omaha was swinging. I know this is an LOL show, but like um, it kind of reminds me of that where like you kind of want to get it on the ground floor and, you know, kick. You know, cash games are, if players aren't good, you want to play cash games. Yeah. Well, here I will play. I've been enjoying playing some cash games. I will, I will pose it from a devil's advocate side of maybe why someone wouldn't want to play. And then let me know your thought process, because I think cash game players in general, right? They want the highest in general. It seems like they want the highest floor. Um, and then depending if you're playing a double up or a cash game across cash games, like a, access a ceiling has an advantage because you can win up to 100% of your head-to-heads where the double ups more binary. I've been playing double ups and it does seem like if it's optimal to stack 4-3 that you are at the mercy of your team winning. In cash yesterday, I had LNG. So my cash shit the bed. So I guess a cash game player might say like, 
hey, I'm just like flipping a coin, whether this team wins or not is whether I have a good cash day. Whereas in other sports, I can have one guy blank, but the floor of my lineup can can survive. So what would you say to that argument? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair argument where, and you might consider in cash games, not going blanket four threes. I would still do the same thought process that I mentioned, uh, whatever, 10 minutes ago about you have to find, you know, find out is your drop in projected points from your non-correlated lineup that large compared to your correlated lineup. And if it is, then yeah, sure. I guess it makes sense to go with, uh, the less cashy one. Um, but like double, I mean, it really depends if you're playing like two man head to heads, uh, uh, um, three man, I should say in head to heads and, you know, maybe something under 10 amount of players in there, then yeah, it makes less sense to, it makes more sense to not, not correlate, but I still wouldn't specifically correlate. Um, like I would still just take the correlation because a lot of times in cash games, people who have a lot of experience playing cash games know this. You basically just win or lose when you're playing double ups and you know triple ups in, in, in that form. You basically, like, let's say you bet $100. You basically either going to get like five bucks back or, or like 190. You're either going right. to come close to double your money or probably losing it all. So like you want to win as many as those you can. And still, even with head to heads, you know, why, you know, when you win, you're going to be and you're correlated, you're going to be taken down 75, 85% of those, as opposed to, you know, non-correlated, you might, you might lose less frequently, but you might not as win as many as free, you know, as much money in the long run. Yeah. And maybe that's like a different, like, cause again, I still see the merit, um, in cash games, but maybe for double up, it's like, you're almost thinking of it more as like a modified GPP where it is still kind of binary. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's move on here. Matt is asking why are Korean teams so scared of team fighting? Uh, Matt is of course referencing the lower scores in the LCK versus the LPL, which is actually an interesting dynamic with the combined slates because you'll often have favorites uh, in the LCK, but their guys aren't quite as high scoring, which makes an interesting um, scenario. Whereas like today we had two underdog LPL teams put up massive scores that didn't match, you know, the LCK favorite scores. So what are your thoughts on how to handle LPL and LCK together? Yeah. I mentioned this in the last time. I th still don't think it matters. Their prices are generally less. And so you could roster them easier, you know, in a, you know, in a more easy fashion. So so like, it doesn't matter to me. And I think it might be a little overblown. So like, for example, tonight I have uh, the top two kills projected by team. I have them as the um, LPL teams. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, top three, but the fourth and fifth teams are from the LCK. So they're, yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're lower, but they're still, you know, up in the top six of the night. Um, and they're going to be cheaper price, maybe lesser owned. Yeah. Um, and I think the, maybe where the disconnect is at here is so, you know, I think what Brian's saying is he's just trusting the math. He trusts the projections and he knows that he's going to be getting those points per dollar in some capacity. And it doesn't necessarily matter where those are coming from. I can understand the psychology of, if you're hand building, you naturally are gravitating toward, hey, I want, you know, LPL guys, but that might restrict your lineup in other areas or the three man and the four man you can pair with them. It, would you say that's maybe what's going on? Just kind of the psychology of hand building, wanting yeah. those LPL guys? Yeah, definitely. And don't you think that's the same kind of psychology that's going on in football? Um, you know, like there's a reason Pat Mahomes is, is more expensive and Chiefs players in general. Yeah because they score a whole bunch of points. Right. So, you know, it's it's like you can't I mean, does that mean like if you can if you call the Chiefs the LPL, does that mean you never roster, you know, anyone from the Packers? Right. Exactly. There's a there's an opportunity cost. Sure. You you could jam in Mahomes, Kelsey, and uh and Tyree Kill if you wanted to, but the rest of your lineup is going to be uh is squeezed. So, yeah. Nice. Um, I think that's uh, definitely a good way to think about it. Greg pointed out that one individual did hit the dislike button. 
Whoa. which I tried to move past it, but Greg did bring it up and I'm shook, Brian. Yeah, no, it, uh, it hurts. It's, it really it's just like a toxic thing. And hopefully maybe it is in the, that thing we were discussing earlier, where it's kind of just like a good nature like, Hey, these are the non-toxic guys. It'd be so funny. LOL. If I dislike, uh Oh, we just got two dislikes. You're right. Brian. Maybe talking about it is, uh, causing the dislike outburst here's the here's the rule guys um this is the new rule i said uh per brian that he will uh release his uh sexy hot ass damn pick of the night if we hit 30 likes that's a net 30 guys so for every two we have to get to 32 now you guys do some math there because we will not let the toxic voices in this community coming from within our own chat tear us down. We will fight against it. And I demand you all to send this link to your friends. Ask them to like the video. Otherwise, Brian does not release his sexy, hot-ass damn pick of the night. Yep. Dude, I'm steamed right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that this is happening. <laughs> Someone took away the dislike. <laughs> I, I, I commend you in that first individual who disliked it. I dare you to drag your ass back in here and unclick that. I dare you. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, what, what said, um, where's some questions here? Oh, Scott was asking, we can circle back to cash. Are you playing exclusively one lineup or are you maybe playing more than one lineup in cash? Uh, ex exclusively one for me is my strategy pretty much all the time and all the sports <clears throat> double ups and cash games. Yeah. Du double, double ups, triple ups, um, head to heads, um, pretty much anything that's like top, uh, like over top 30% payout. Have you been running your cash in the Thunderdome? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have. And yeah, Thunderdome and the uh, the base destroyer or whatever yeah. the one below that is. For people who haven't been seeing some of the teams that are running and so, or like, what is your, um, your, your state of the union of what's the ecosystem like at the, the nosebleed stakes right now for, for Lulz? Yeah, it didn't run last night, I think, although it might've, but it was one of those nights where I did so bad. I didn't even want to look, <laughs> you know? And so, uh, I didn't look last night and it changes with uh day to day with those guys. But here's the, here's the thing. I don't know if that will give you us like a direct one-to-one -one correlation to the overall ecosystem because, uh, those guys are real sharp. You know what I mean? They've been playing DFS for a living in multiple sports for many years so they're going to adapt a lot quicker uh and i still think that the field overall will will still be weak for a while before then those guys will pick it up faster unfortunately yeah. for me um one other housekeeping thing i wanted to let you guys know you might have seen the qr code pop out there on the stream we are now part of not only the visual community but also the auditory community we will now be digestible in podcast form and i just posted the link to it uh there redcircle.com slash so's slash lol's podcast it might take a couple days to pop up in your specific podcast feeds but i'm going to post the rss here if you paste that rss feed in whatever app you have you will be able to subscribe and get the audio version because trust me i know how it goes you're watching this show the gold is coming at you faster than faker racking it up on the screen you know and you can't digest it all sometimes you need to go back and replay it and sometimes you can't do that at the computer which means you need it via your podcast there you go problem solved right yep um i think uh hopefully it'll start working we just uploaded it today but it should uh it should be up there fast yes yeah. you know here's the you know the haters will say why did it take you 102 episodes to go to podcast form and look guys we've just been crushing it so hard on youtube it you remember my story last week right if it's not broken i don't fix it yes exactly um, um our, look, go at ahead. What we got. look what we got in the questions our first uh counter strike go question uh on in 102 episodes what Brian, do you think i think we need to kind of wind this back because we've been having some hard conversations behind the scenes about CSGO. Okay. I mean, 
look, I, I knew we said we weren't going to talk about this. We had a, it's been tough. I, I think we just need to do this on air, Brian. I mean, right, go for it. I'll tell you, I've found the CSGO community to be, for lack of a better word, incredibly toxic. <laughs> I found their sport to be incredibly toxic. I find first person shooter to be incredibly toxic. I find their scoring system to be toxic. These guys watch games for 12 hours a day and they still don't know if they won. It's just not a good situation. However, me saying that I think might be toxic in itself. And you kind of helped me walk it back because I know you've been in those streets. So Brian, as kind of the Lowell's ambassador to the CSGO community, yeah, speak on that. Well, I, I think I agree with everything you said, unfortunately. But listen to this. Listen to this. I, I, think, um, I think you said it last week, right? Uh, be the change that you want to see. So how can we change uh, this toxic community without entering every single Counter-Strike Go lineup on DK every single day? Which that, so that's been my strategy is to uh, just play a shit ton of DraftKings. And I know, and like, this is hard for me to admit because I'm, I'm like a, a walk the walk and talk the talk guy, but I haven't been walking the non-toxic walk when it comes to CSGO, man. This shit tilts me, dude. I, <laughs> I feel like they are, you know, launching a global offensive on the LOL community. And that makes me feel nervous and vulnerable. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they know the LOL community even exists, but um, God, they don't even. When when is the last time they had just a, a random two a.m. fifty thousand dollar prize pool that was finalized mere seconds after the match end? Good question. Hold me back, Brian. <laughs> yes, that that is a good point. Where so today, for example, I entered their uh, eleven o'clock slate, and they're still going. <laughs> They're still fucking going, and apparently I have two games left two, uh, in in one of my lineups. So, who knows when we'll see that money if I win anything? Because you can't really tell if you're winning. <laughs> I, I mean, look, I might be able to can be convinced if they fix this scoring system and maybe cut the gameplay down eighty percent. However, short of that happening, I think I'm out, Brian. Okay, I think all I'm right. Out. It seems pretty uh, juicy to me. You know, what's what's better uh, if they won't change their toxicity to take their money? Okay. Right, Peter? So so the, there, there was the question was asked. Let me find it. Was, yeah, was, yeah. Uh, it was three on three stacks, I think. Yeah, three, three by three threes. Yeah. Who asked that? I can't, I, can't, I can't find it. Three by threes. Yeah, so that's like what I try to mainly run. But the problem is like the you can't fit them in. Um, I don't know if it's a Counter-Strike – pricing thing yeah on DraftKings, but uh i'm sorry you can fit them in but you're going to be like eight thousand below the salary cap level and i'm not a hundred percent confident in my projections yet so like i don't feel good leaving that much on the table you know like what is that 20 percent of your salary um so i go i go down a notch too and do some three twos and if i even have to just some three o's um, but, uh, and I'm not really a fan of playing the other team either. So you have to set that up in your settings to, to accomplish that. It doesn't blanket automatically do it like it does in LOL. Uh, so I don't know. I think that, I think that gives my take as of four, one April fool's day, 2020, that could change next lull. So, yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to try to be better. I'm going to try to be a force for good uh speaking for force or speaking of force scott says can we talk about thursday night's top tourney on dk and its name forceful blow come on dk be better <laughs> i could not agree more it should be gentle blow everyone likes a gentle blow no one wants a forceful blow what are your thoughts brian um, you know, it depends on, uh, the situation, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. What would be the situation that you would like a forceful blow? I mean, I just have to follow up on that. Uh, I don't know if you're hungover. Okay. You yeah. know, and you need that extra force. 
Well said. Uh, moving on. Uh, let's see what we have here. Uh, Jake, you did uh, pipe into this chat a little late. Uh, thoughts on running four two ones in the ten dollar forceful blow tonight? Actually, I don't know if that's the forceful <laughs> blow. Call them all. Call them all the forceful blow. Why not? <laughs> I mean, imagine having to tell your loved ones why you can't hang out tonight. Well, I gotta jam in a bunch of entries into the forceful <laughs> blow. Yeah. yeah. All right, honey. Have a great night. But it's okay because I'm going to do four, two, ones, honey. Um, <laughs> Jake, yeah, we did it. We did go over that earlier. But uh, since since you're you're my boy, uh, we uh, I'm still not I'm still not going there in, in a six game six game slate. Yeah. So and I'm still not and I'm still not game stacking, even though that bank that uh, the hundred k uh, over the weekend. Um, you know, I think there is some merit to it, especially in like the two or three gamers, maybe. But uh, I am, uh, I'm not doing four two ones yet. But listen, it's not the end of the world if you do four two ones. Let me sum up, you know, for Jake really quick. So like, as long as like the correlation you're giving up isn't that big. So like, if the if you run two sims and like the difference in in your projections is like large from a four three to a four two one. Well then, yeah, okay, go with the four two one. But if it's only a couple points here or there, I just I would just stick with the correlation. As long as you're adjusting for ownership, I know Jake does, so he should be fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, there was a comment I missed earlier from Carson. They asked, "How many unique players per lineup are you using on a six game slate?" I assume he's talking for MME. Yeah. So, um, you know, that is kind of like. It depends on how you're going about constructing your lineups. So if you're doing like a ton of randomness and uniques, are you going to edit and look through those later? Because if you don't, you're going to get a ton of um, weird, just random lineups that have nothing to do with the projections you're trying to use. And, and you, know, in, you know, in theory, the projections you're trying to use is your bread and butter. Either you're paying for them, or you're making your own, and that's part of where you're getting your edge. So like, why throw that, why throw it away, right? When you put in so much uniques and, and randomness, you're going to get a whole bunch of weird, weird lineups in there that you shouldn't. Um, but like having said that, let's say like, okay, you do do that and you sort through them. Yeah, that there's definitely some merit to it. It's, so it's just a matter of how you're going about your process. But I don't like just like three uniques, 80% randomness, 150 lineups, enter, like, you're not you're like, obviously anyone could bank with some weird lineup, but like that's probably not going to win long term. I wouldn't do it. Here's a question for you. This is um, just kind of a creative question I just thought of off the top of the dome. If you could go back in time, Brian, and tell the Brian who played LOL DFS for the very first time one thing, basically, this is serving as a proxy answer for someone who's playing LOL for the first time. What would you tell them now with the hindsight? of hundreds, if not thousands of slates under your belt? Um, I don't know. Let me think about that. And it, it, it's you. It's saying, you know. In, I, did, I, I did exactly what I'm doing right now. <laughs> in my, like second day. <laughs> yeah, you have it changed. Okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I. Um, That's a uh, big dick brick answer. He just fell out of bed just doing the nuts, you know? Oh, okay. I, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm less likely to use support in, in top in in uh my lineups okay but yes. yeah let's let's talk about that because i think that's an interesting thing that people are discussing i think you know most people at this point realize adc and mids um score the highest on average of the other positions and i know you're a big math guy sometimes the math might tell you hey a support or a top or dare i say where my jungler's at uh might be the optimal Captain, how do you think about that as far as accessing a ceiling versus what the math is telling you? Yeah, I mean, that's what the math tells you is it's just kind of a give and take of ownership projection um, and your like, whatever you want to call it, boom, ceiling yeah, uh, yeah. projection where it's, a, it's, it's uh, all of those things combined. And, um, and so I don't have a ton of data but I have a pretty good set and there is a big, uh, a big difference in, in the standard distribution amongst each position. 
Um, and not surprisingly, team being like dramatically the lowest, um, which means they're really steady, but they do not get a ton of points, right? There's not like a huge uh, deviation in points. So you're not going to have that 100 point team game basically ever, which is kind of what you need for the uh, um, captain slot. But like, you could get like a 70 maybe, and uh, that could do it. Like I said, I'm still sticking to it. A team slot's going to win one of these hundred K's and then everyone's going to copy it for a month. So. And it's going to be you that does it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, Brick Brick is not a a do as I say, not as I do guy. He, he he walks the walk. Um, I will say let's um, little state of the union on this episode. We are, you know, well over two thirds of the way. And I mentioned that Big Dick Brick will release his hot-ass sexy damn play of the night if we reach net 30 likes. We are currently at net 25. I will make a slight addendum to this stipulation. Should the individual who made the toxic dislike unlike it, (laughs) I will allow Brick to release the sexy hot-ass damn pick of the night. Otherwise, we still need five likes, people that's where it's at and trust me you do not want to go to bed without this guy giving you the nuts for the forceful blow that's all i'll say (laughs) Um, hopefully that happens let's uh i do i'm gonna guess that people want to talk about the slate tonight have you uh have you taken a look at all i did yeah i popped in some uh projections before before we hopped on and uh, any initial uh, kind of bird's eye view thoughts of how this slate is shaping up? We, we're coming off a weird one with a, a lot of underdog victories again. Yeah, which um, normally would uh, be, be right up my alley, but um, I needed, I needed um, uh, J&G to pull it, pull it through last night. And they got stopped really quick, really quick back to that game last night. I don't know if people realize like how big that, how big of an upset that was. So they were 77% favorite and they lost two games to none. Right. So yeah, that's not a big deal. But in the second game, they got zero kills, not a, not a goddamn kill. Right. That's like, you know, like a team being in the NFL, like whatever, an eight point favorite getting a field goal in the first quarter and shut out throughout the rest of the quarter. Like they didn't score. They didn't get a kill. I haven't, I haven't seen that. Right. Wait, did, did you get up to watch the LNG? tonight no no last night um, no last night okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah let, or i guess it was this morning but um i didn't watch it i was just i woke up and looked at the score and i saw they lost 2-0 and i'm like yeah well let's see maybe my guys got some kills at least and, you know they lost like 20 kills to 19 kills 20 kills to 19 kills but lost in, in uh, overall zero kills unless unless there was a uh, a website error uh but i don't think there was so yeah. like I don't know. Have you ever seen that? No. I mean, imagine waking up and checking your lineup, your main cash game lineup, your main stack, and seeing negative points from my captain. I'll yeah. tell you when I would have been wishing I had an assistant captain this morning when I saw Iwandi's line in my initial captain slot. I know. I had I he was my highest owned guy. Uh what do you have? Minus five points. <laughs> Four minus points, minus. Let me here. Let me list off the game two stats for LNG: zero kills, two towers, zero inhibitors, zero barons, zero dragons. Um, they basically didn't even play. It's it's really a, a travesty, and I've <laughs> never been so tilted. Uh, Scott, I hate to correct you in the chat, but you remember the addendum. We have hit thirty likes. But it is a net 29, thanks to one toxic, toxic individual. So unless one of you guys is getting on your girl's burner YouTube account to like this video, I am going to withhold the pick for now. Uh, Jake, here this is actually a great topic for us. We're League of Legends experts and we're toxicity experts. There's been a lot of match-fixing talk of late. I saw it on the weekend um, on the, was it the LCS slate when they were jockeying for playoffs? There was talk of it being scripted, that the league writers wanted certain teams in there. 
this seed is now planted in everyone's head, a very toxic seed. Brian, do you think there could be more match fixing going on or you, do you maintain the integrity of the sport we know and love so much? I maintain the integrity and I think I have logic behind my reasoning. So Faker just signed a, what, $6.9 million modeling uh, deal, right? And let's not forget the ice cream deal too. Oh, was that, was it? Okay. And an ice cream deal. And he had a really uh, informative interview that everyone should check out. Um, so, okay. So let's do the math here. So in order to like bribe Faker, right? He's given up 6.9 endorsements. He makes millions off of his team, right? And his career, his name, his dignity, all this stuff. How much, you can't get that much money down in a bet. You know what I mean? That wouldn't like, like what book's going to take a hundred million dollar bet? Yeah. You could probably spread it, spread it around something, but it would take a massive, massive, uh, um, you know, undertaking to do this. Yeah. There's some, there's some guys who don't make that money, but you know what I mean? Like it's got, it takes quite a bit to fix, fix the guys who make this much money. I agree with everything you said, but I think you even missed the number one reason why he would never do it. It'd just be too on the nose to say, fake or faked it <laughs> just be too on the nose man it's a it's an ironic name by faker his his true name should be um integrity, integrity. okay Ch- maybe he should change it yeah. <laughs> he should change it because people are faked out about it i'll tell you that um let's see uh man we are this is this is crazy we would have hit the 31 net 30 likes needed to release it, but a toxic individual emerged out of the woodwork for our second dislike break. <laughs> I'm sorry. To th- artificially keeping it low. They're keeping it wow. low. You know who that is? That's a, that's a Counter-Strike fan. It is. They heard, wait, could this be on me for, for blasphemy, you know, saying awful things about the CSGO community? No, someone assaulting you doesn't isn't that your fault right you're 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 the victim guys the only thing i'm counter-striking back with is positivity and i'm (laughs) telling you that right now (laughs) oh all right i can't have you release the sexy play well we got some more questions so we could do those first and then yeah yeah no okay we hit it we just Uh, hit it net 30 the chat is going wild they are go- They are losing their mind. I swear to God, if Brian starts giving out the sexy, hot-ass damn pick of the night and I see the net 30 go wrong, I will cut Brian off midday. I will not let him get that. So, oh, we're dead. Okay, we are net 31. That gives us a little cushion, Brian. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. John Daigle comes in hot. John Daigle, my friend over at Roto World, Messages me the other day, says he's getting in the Lowell streets. This community is growing, Brian. Wow. Yeah, we got we got all the football guys coming in. I saw a bunch of b-ball guys. Jake's a hockey guy. They're all coming to the uh, to the Lowell streets. Here's a, here's a thing for you guys. Like as you guys can tell, Brian and I, you know, we've been League of Legends fans all our lives, but we've kind of always been we've done it from the quiet of our own homes. Like we weren't wearing shirts. We weren't, you know, doing elaborate lighting setups. I want you guys to send, send us tweets on Twitter at Brian Hooper underscore at Peter Overzet. Let us see what you're doing to embrace your new gamer side. Okay. It could be led lights. It could be novelty shirts from Amazon. Uh, whatever it is, we want to know how you're embracing this new lifestyle Brian, is there anything else that you've done lately to really lean into this? Um, you know, I've tried to uh, order a bunch of stuff on Amazon, but I don't want to clog up our, you know, the infrastructure for much needed medical supplies. So I've kind of held off. Yeah, I mean, that would just be an extremely tough scene if uh, N95 masks weren't getting delivered because Brick 75 needed his Where's My Juggler <laughs> shirt at. Call call Amazon. This is why I pay for Prime. I don't care about this goddamn medical masks. Uh, Yeah, and I I would just like to remind everyone who always asks me what my GPA is. Well, let me tell you, folks, my KDA is higher than my GPA, so suck it. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to say suck it. That was toxic. All right, Brian, we have entered the point of the show where, as promised, it's time for Brian's 
big, hot, sexy ass damn pick of the night. What do you got for us? All right. Well, let's start with the team first. Just overall team. I can't get away from uh, Billy Billy Gaming. Just the whole squad, um, even accounting for ownership. So I think they're just significantly underpriced. And if you are looking at Vegas, that will tell you why they're the heaviest favorite uh, on the slate. And uh, before we came live, I don't know if those odds changed. They, they changed quite a bit in this, in the uh, Chinese league. Um, and so my, my individual player will come from that. And I, I'm, I'm going to go with. Don't with- just say one that you can pronounce. I need you to be willing. I knew you're here. I'm taking Fofo off the table. I'm taking Fofo off the table. Good. Cause I was going with ad. <laughs> okay. All right. I wasn't sure what you're getting. Is, is it ad or is it ADD? Um, you know, uh, I don't know. What do you, I mean, shouldn't being expert. Shouldn't we know that? Yeah. I mean, I just hope he doesn't have a rough season and come back as ADHD, you know? Yeah, that would be that would be rough, or yeah. or, min- or minus uh, subtraction. <laughs> he just comes. Maybe it's just like Prince when he was just the symbol, you know. Maybe he just comes back as a. Yeah, I don't know why they don't have symbols. You know yeah. what? How do they come up with some of these? Scott is coming in hot in the chat with a definitive. It is ADD. So you just went all boomer uh, with your pick there, Brick. Okay. All right. Uh, you know what? I changed my mind. He sucks. He sucks. And I'm going to go with Meteor. There you go. Meteor. Sure would be nice to have one of those take out the earth right about now. Um, <laughs> okay. Just kidding, guys. That was a toxic suggestion. Everything's going great. Um, we're winding down. I will take a few more questions. Um, I feel like you guys always ask Brian, you know, the strategy questions. And yeah. It hurts my feelings because I know lots of cool stuff too, guys. That's toxic in itself. It is. It's like, and I see people saying like, big dick brick, like, why can't you say like giant meter Peter or something, you know, like, just like, I got a big hog too, guys. Like, it'd be nice (laughs) if you talked about my big hog sometimes. I got a question for you. Okay. Um, what uh, uh, do you think? What's your take on the Bales push-up challenge? Ooh, ooh, this is fun. Yeah. So if you guys aren't aware, Jonathan Bales, um, a well-renowned DFS guy, tomorrow at a, around 11 a.m. Eastern is going to attempt to do 2,400 push-ups in 12 hours. So if you do the math on that, that's three and a third push-ups a minute. Uh, it's been fascinating to see all the chatter on where people are at it seems like people are either wildly confident uh he's gonna crush the over or there's people that are uh sure that it's near impossible um i am gonna stop talking about this just to highlight jake's new nickname i will take pristine pecker peter going forward that (laughs) is the winner big dick brick pristine pecker peter uh all other submissions can be shut down um but yeah i uh Bales is a beast. He has dominated physical prop bets before. I think 2,400 in 12 hours is is incredibly difficult, but Brian, there's lots of sharp people that are betting me over and it does have me a little spooked. Where are you at? That's what I was going to say. So I took the under immediately and I booked a bet with big T. Um, And then the, everyone came out of the woodworks with the, with the over. And quite a bit of sharps. They moved the bet online. It actually did make it on a sports sports book. Bet online has a line for it. And it started at, I think, plus 150, Peter, is that right? And now it's at, it was at minus 150 like four hours ago. I don't even know what it's at now. Yeah. Um, I think they, they took it off the board initially because it just got yeah, hammered. Because it got hammered. And they were only taking like $50 bets on it too. So, um, and then poker shares, um, had a line too and that was like three to one or something for it was it was for the for the under um which is enormous so i didn't take any more action on it even though i still was thinking about it so i think i'm gonna wait until maybe after this show and there a lot of those guys are starting to uh 
give out odds now on the under on Twitter, like plus one fifteen is the highest I've seen so far. Maybe if that gets up there a little higher, maybe I'll maybe I'll take another bite of the apple. Um, and, yeah. And I do want to say, you know, you guys might be wondering, you know, why are you know this is a DFS show? Why are you guys, you know, talking about pushups? And you know, I told Brian this, but it's because it's a really positive challenge. You know, I I would say if they were doing push downs, it's pretty negative, but they're doing push ups, guys, and that's what we want to do. We want to push up the community. And that's what we do here on this show. Um, Scott asked me a question and I can answer this one. Scott did ask me, he says, my wife is so toxic about me being up so late waiting for lineups to lock. How do I overcome this? Here's the move, Scott. You go to bed uh, or tell me as I'm saying this, what time zone you're in. Um, but here's what I do. I go to bed around 10 30 or 11 PM Eastern. And I set my alarm for 2 AM I get up, I'm ready to watch the LOL slates. You know, my wife is still, you know, sound asleep. Here's how you, here's how you do it. You watch the first set of games and then you start making your wife breakfast. You make her a nice spread. We're talking sausage, maybe a little omelet, little hash browns. Hell, maybe, maybe you whipped up some homemade muffins. I don't know. You put those on a nice little platter and you bring them upstairs. She has breakfast in bed. She is perfectly content. You go back down, you're watching your League of Legends lineups and she just had breakfast in bed. It is a win-win. The only downside is you do need to go to bed at 4 p.m. Eastern to make this sustainable. However, that's my strategy. It looks like you're on central time, so adjust uh, an hour or so as needed. Brian, Karen says he's see, or Carson says he's seen plus 180 on the under now. Does that get your attention? Yeah. Uh, who, who Carson, uh, yeah. release your sources, Carson. <laughs> it has to be like someone who's in, you know, known in the DFS community. Cause I don't want to do this stupid escrow shit. Yeah. Look at these nicknames coming. Everyone gets a nickname. Scott will allow, uh, the self-appointed nickname searing sausage, Scott, beautiful, uh, on multiple levels. <laughs> uh, everyone needs a nickname, big Dick brick, pristine pecker, Peter searing sausage, <laughs> Scott, you guys see the pattern make yourself a very positive they have to be toxic nicknames no spectacular sausage scott i like searing sausage scott it seems like the perfect guy to enter a forceful blow contest how about uh how about for jake giant jack jake harry no no no, i got it uh Uh, jake the jackhammer harry Oh my goodness. All right. We'll take, we'll take one more question. We've released the nuts for the slate. This has been an incredibly phallic show. Yeah. 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 It, uh, hopefully that, that <laughs> that's little, doesn't happen every time this way, but yeah, I mean, you know, we just, we just go with Maybe the flow. That's where the dislikes were coming from. It was, um, yeah. here's the thing though, guys, like you can't spell penis without positivity. And that's kind of what I've always said. That's true. It's very true. Um, guys, this has been uh, a wonderful night. Uh, the LOL slates are coming fast and furious. Um, and yeah, we appreciate all of you guys embracing your new inner gamer. You know, as for Brian and I who have been here since the beginning, it's great to have you guys. I, I assume you echo those sentiments, Brian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I do. And, you know, before we go, how about we do a uh, uh, Marcos, wish this show was weekly. <laughs> it is weekly. It's, it's been weekly, buddy. It's weekly. Every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Searing Sausage Scott time. OK. Um, so we probably should give an update on our guesses just for fun on when things when sports will come back so i'm saying i'm i haven't changed really you know what's your what's your take on it and then maybe i can expand on it what do you think so but well give me uh give me a specific league or the bet the best i've seen is golf said the third week of may uh was there was probably like the i think the only one i've seen besides some crazy dina white stuff uh that that like a sports team has actually come out with i, I might have missed something but yeah that's yeah. all i've seen so far 
I mean, I don't have any new information other than just, I feel like things continue to change so quickly, not to uh, sober up so much, but uh, I feel like we still haven't hit the worst of things as far as the tax on our hospitals and infrastructure. And I think that's going to further delay things. So I would be betting the, uh, the over it happening uh, by that date that golf suggested. What about you? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm, uh, I, maybe I'm a little more optimistic at this point, but like, and we talked about this last week, so we didn't even rehash it. I do think golf should be the first one to, uh, uh, come back and um uh what was i gonna say i lost my train of thought the uh i i, I lost my train of thought sorry you you could take it over from here oh no no well scott uh asked if he had seen this um i guess there was an idea floating around about the uh league doing like teams and players in two specific cities keep them in a bubble i assume testing um you know i guess my initial thought is like I could see conceptually how that would work, but I just feel like logistically that still would just take a ton to pull off. Yeah. You know, I, I remember what I was going to say really quick. So like, all right. So if we're both saying over May, you know, the third week of May, so we're both yeah. we'll say June. So that's two months of two months more of league of legends, basically only, you know, I don't think the rocket league is going to take off and counter-strike. I bet it's going to get bigger. I bet they're going to have hundred K soon. For Counter Strike, it seems like almost all the Counter Strike games though are midday, so that's gonna hurt them as far as trying to you know build up a big huge GPP. Yeah. So we got a couple more couple more months of League of Legends coming here, I think. Um, so the 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 those two cities travel on private private planes just between. I mean, yeah, I guess like the, this is what I said about MMA last week is where I think MMA is more of a chance to come back than NBA because. It's a complete turnover. The athletes are completely turned over the next week. The stadium's completely turned over. The city's completely turned over, you know, or, or even country. So, like, I think they're, the, the MMA, MMA should come back well before uh, the NBA. So, if they come back, then maybe the NBA could pull it off. But I think it'll be if testing, um, assuming they don't get, like, an antidote or some sort of easy, you know, some sort of medical fix. Yeah. Um, if they could get testing – you know, really cheap and abundant, then they could just test, you know, and, and maybe, maybe do some sort of NBA situation with just test them before, beforehand, play the game next day, test them beforehand, play the game. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, uh, you know, it's, it's tough. We are, we're, we're a lull show. We, uh, we're enjoying this moment under the spotlight for the industry we love so much. Uh, on the other hand, we know how important the rest of the sports world is to our daily lives in this ecosystem that we swim in. Um, but yeah, we're just going to make the, the, the most of it while we have it. Um, I see some guys, very nice of you, wanting this show to be daily. Um, all I'll say is this, uh, subscribe to the channel, check out that uh, audio link. Uh, if you guys check our Twitter, uh, we'll be posting that. If you want to subscribe to the audio version, tell people on Twitter to check the show out. I am sure Brian and I could be convinced to do it more if we continue to see uh, all kinds of interests. <laughs> Shout out to producer Taylor for on the screen, getting our scrolling names up there. Pristine Pecker Peter, Jack the Jackhammer Hari. I'm sure if you come up with a name, Taylor will get it in the mix. Brian, any final words? Yes, we have a, uh, a special guest. Oh yeah. Confirmed for next week, unless, you know, these are crazy times, so things could change, but uh, next week we have Alex Baker, the man Osmo himself will be joining us on lulls. He told us that on Wednesday nights, he's normally at, uh, 8 PM Eastern in the middle of a 12 hour LOL marathon, um, where he's just, he's a jungler and he just can't get out of that, that duty. But he said he'd make a special exception to come on the show. So we will have Mr. Osmo next week. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. And remember, take down that GPP, but more importantly, remove that toxicity. <laughs> Scene. Scene.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.